This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Have you seen that they've brought the breakfast wrap back? Oh, have they? Yeah, they have. I can't wait to get my hands on one. I don't doubt it, mate. I'm looking forward to trying their cheesy bacon flatbread. Oh, you saw. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Join us today as we talk about Borough in the FA Cup and in the Carabao Cup. We have a little look at Kings Lynn away. We talk about our upcoming game against Hartlepool United 2. Welcome to Borough Pod. Rossinho, passing from midfield is Rossinho! Well, if that is the goal to win the promotion, it's certainly worthy of it. An old tracker, an old Trafford cracker in front of the strip for him. Hello, Pat, mate. How are you doing? I muted you, by the way, so uh, you might want to unmute. Smooth. I was looking up Hartlepool's recent form in the background. I didn't notice I'd been muted. Yes, I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? How was last night? Um, let me let me take you th- let me take you through the range of emotions of last night. <laughs> Frustrated. Angry. Hungry, disappointed, surprised, elated, satisfied, frustrated, annoyed, disappointed. And so that was like from kickoff heading forwards through the game. That was from receiving the media email and seeing who was up there in the box. Through to ah yes, <laughs> through to um, through to full time. Yes, the stats from that game. Well, well, which I'm sure the... we'll get onto are absolutely wild. Yes, they are. It's it's. I was looking at it last night while I was lying in bed, and I couldn't quite make head nor tail of it because I was exhausted. But um, let's talk about the other game first. We won in the FA Cup first round proper away at Gateshead. We were supposed to be going, but my wife concussed herself on Thursday night. So um, we didn't go in the end. Which was also wild. Yeah, less wild and more fucking annoying. Um, but uh, I hope you're on the mend. Well, she's back at work and she's annoying me in the usual ways now. So Sounds like a good sign. She's, she's back to back to normal, yeah. Um. Yeah, so I listened. I listened to parts of the game with varying levels of success, and uh, it was ah notifications. Um. Yeah, it was uh, a tale. Well, so this and the and the Carabao Cup game, they were they were both both very much a tale of two halves, weren't they? First, first, first half. Yes. First half against Gateshead, we sounded dominant. We were what two 0 up at half time. We we seem to be yeah, it was comfortable. We seem to be cruising, and then we took our foot off the gas and allowed allowed Gateshead to get themselves a foot a toe back in a back a toe back in the door, and that toe turned into a leg, <laughs> and then Norris slammed the door in their shin, basically, but. Before before yeah. Roberts decided to uh, be a gimp and kick out at somebody who'd fouled him and get himself a three-match ban for uh, violent conduct. Mm-hmm. It was a bad tackle, but you've got to keep your head in those situations and think about the long game, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't really go through the stats and everything because they don't seem to be anywhere. Because I was because I wasn't there to record them, doesn't look like it got done. So uh... it 
it was irritating that the Stevenage commentary from Stephen Dean or whoever went was behind a paywall. So I had to listen to BBC Radio Newcastle on the BBC website, yeah. which was um, good actually. They is that I is that I follow? No comp- is that I follow? Was it on I follow? Yes, it was the local radio commentary was. Right. So I couldn't get it on ninety five point five like I normally would. Uh, but yeah, as I say, the BBC Newcastle commentary was a fairly balanced, yeah. even assessment of what was going on. So I have no complaints about which that. which makes a nice change. Um, yeah, it does. It does make a nice change. Um, and also, the BBC website does have some stats if you want some high level stats. Oh, so nice. uh, go on, go on. They claim Stevenage had thirty two percent possession to Gateshead's sixty eight. Really? Two such per side. About two were on target. This is this has got to be made up because we scored three goals. Oh, one of them was an own goal, so it doesn't count as a shot. Yeah. So they're basically claiming every single shot was a goal. That's not true. There was definitely other shots involved in the game. Let's ignore that table. That is bullshit. Yeah. So like like um, like I yeah, thought. Yeah, as you um... say. <laughs> yes. Shows how much we've come to rely on you already. It does it does and I'm 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 delighted about that because I it's it can be it can be a very tricky job recording all the stats particularly when th- things are bobbling around in the in the box and players are you know it, there are four or five shots in the space of a couple of seconds because it's just ping it's ping pong it becomes it becomes a, oh, yeah. a proper mess trying to get everything down or like referee give referee gives a free kick you can't see who who it was that it was either fouled or committed the foul on the other side of the pitch you're looking down at your notes jotting down what happened you're looking back up and somebody you hear somebody behind you go always oh, giving me a yellow card and you're like okay who i didn't see that because i was yeah. i was i think recording that every my time notes. i see a referee just lift the yellow card and wave it in a vague direction yeah. like mate help us out who was that to yeah i literally had to rely on uh on, on a uh, an app to tell me who to tell me who got the yellow card in the second half. It was half a read. Um, I thought it was Max Clark. Uh, yeah, the gates the foul, goals. So. Anyway, yeah, carry the, on. The gates of goals in that game would have been really difficult for you because uh, they were both like Stacey Lund deflected specials. Yeah, and it was kind of our fault for allowing them to come onto us and have the shooting opportunities and not closing them down quickly enough. You set up the chances for that sort of bad luck to happen, but yeah. they were both pretty lucky goals. Sometimes, sometimes you rely on that. That doesn't, don't you? That's, sometimes that's just the way, the way the, the way the, uh, the chips fall. Unfortunately, no. You earn the luck by creating the shooting opportunities and taking the chances. I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just got to be disappointed by the way we let them back in, and it. You know, I've been. I've. I feel like you, maybe not you so much, but Jay has been feeling a little bit like. I've been a bit overly negative the last few weeks about Borough because I think we've been poor generally. Like we've 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 been sort we've been going through that spell that all potential you know I touch 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 wood don't take me too seriously here, but all potential championships championship winning teams do right. Like, yeah, we're going through a bad patch performance wise, but we're still picking up points. And you've got to yes. be delighted at the, the fact that you're still picking up points. But you've also, like, I'm concerned about the lack of quality at times we are showing. Yeah. You um, can't let the fact that you're still winning mask the fact that you're not performing at the levels to which you're capable. Because you've got to be striving to reach back to those levels to beat the teams at the top end of the table consistently. Yeah. So, I mean, so we're second. Gates, Gates had our second bottom in the, yeah. in the National League. So that's like... 40, 42 places between us in the pyramids. Like we should be winning that. I think we should be winning that better than three two. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't care. We, particularly with the way we've performed at times this season, we should be a lot better than than that. Yeah, and we've heard the words um, complacency before yeah. from a couple of our away games against lower league two teams this season from uh, Steve Gillingham. Evans in post match press conferences and. Yeah, and that's led to drop points, and yeah. it's the sort of thing that you can't afford to keep happening, right? You've got to point it out when it starts and stamp it out. So I think he's doing the right things 
drawing attention to it to make sure it can't settle in and to make sure that people around the club know that it's costing us and it's not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it becomes less of a thing as we go forward. But I think you saw it in this game that um, they thought the job was done. Yeah. Came out after the, in the second half and you know just tried to sit on it and uh, nearly paid for it. Yeah. Um, I've got to say... Uh... We the 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 winner was a t- very typical Steve Evans Stevenage side, you know, nicking the ball high up the field, pouncing on mistakes by the other side, and then yeah, putting the putting the ball away very neatly from Norris. I've got to say it was a good finish. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's the sort of football I really like to watch as well because watching watching your team having a high pressure and causing problems to the opposition is one of the best ways to enjoy football. I find. Yeah. Um. So moving on, obviously Monday night was the uh, was the draw for the second round. We got Kings Lynn Town, uh, and it's yes. and it has been it has come out that we it came out today, literally about fifteen minutes before, uh, about an hour before we went on air, and on air we're not on air we're recording. Um, <laughs> that the game is going to be on the Saturday the twenty sixth at twelve forty five p.m. And it's going to be live on BBC One. Oh, that's exciting! Yeah. So first of all, sixty k broadcast pay for the for the borough. Yum yum yum. So that's nice, isn't it? Very nice. Very nice. You know, that, and, that, uh, that, that that'll probably pay Steve Steve Evans' wages for a month. <laughs> Maybe it'll be enough for them to afford to let uh, Steve and his ladies play at the borough more often. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on it, son. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so did you? Some of the some of the tweets from the uh, Kings Lynn fans were particularly enjoyable. Lots of them saying well, that's all very winnable game. Yeah, enjoy that. A lot of people have said that this season, and a lot of people have been disappointed. Yeah, exactly. Um, have a chat to some <clears throat> Peterborough fans on the way down. <laughs> so yeah, so let's see. Let's see. Um, I mean, I can't again. Again, I hate, I hate, I hate to be the uh, the death knell of hope here, but that should be an easy win. Should. Yes and no. I think should. they're um, they're third place in the National League North right now, and they've got three games in hand on the two clubs above them, so they yeah. could easily go first. They're only three points back from Brackley and Darlington. Mm-hmm. That you could arguably say makes them a more difficult prospect than Gateshead, who are lowly in the league above, albeit like, what is it, four places higher than Kingsland in the pyramid. Yeah. Because of Kingsland's form. Yeah. Um, 31 points from 15 games is a decent return. They know how to win and get games across the line. And that sort of mentality over the course of a season helps you. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you're struggling and consistently losing games, you get into that rut and that's how you concede goals don't we know don't we know scored it. a couple to get back into a game and failed to get it over the line so i wouldn't take anything for granted i don't think it's going to necessarily be easier mm-hmm. than the uh long old trip to gateshead we'll uh find out in a few weeks time no but, no, but so i don't want to be disrespectful to king's Lynn. you know they've they've got here by beating uh some who do they beat i, for, I forget now um <laughs> i could help you with that i'm on the wrong page <laughs> They had league. They had league opposition, didn't they? And they beat them. Yeah. Our preparation is Doncaster. Sensational. Uh, oh yeah, it does that's right? Because Stevenage did a tweet saying Do- Stevenage, Kings Lynn, like the shaking hands emoji and beating Doncaster Rovers. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Alfie was obviously feeling feisty that day. Yeah, yeah. The Donny fans really didn't like that. Funny. Um, yeah. So. Uh, but no, no, I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect them. Like they've they've earned the they've earned the place in the second round. They beat Doncaster, who, by all accounts, we were lucky to beat. Um, so we, so I don't want to put them down. But the fact remains that they are two divisions below us in the pyramid. There might only be forty six, forty five places below us, which you know is almost is almost uh, not even a division. Sorry, not even forty. Is it? it's twenty, twenty five, twenty six positions below us. So. I know it's 40 because we've yep. got the whole league below us. <laughs> um, I kept thinking, oh, we were still in the relegation zone. Then. Um, yeah, so like 40, 45 teams. So there is a bit of a gulf there. But 
they have to be respected, but it still doesn't mean we can't go into that game thinking we are the better team. We should win this game. Yeah. It's just if if you go into it thinking we will win this game and not 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 being careful about uh complacency, then obviously that's a problem. But I don't think there's any problem with going into a game thinking we should be the better side here. Just play our football and we will win. Yeah, I think that's fair. It's it's different mentality for fans and for players, I think. Like as a fan, you can go in confidently thinking, you know, look at the positions of the two teams, look at the wage budget differences. We should we have a better quality squad and yeah. we should be winning this game based on the quality of our squad and as we say every time, based on the fact that our squad's so small we can't weaken it to an extent that we can cause ourselves a problem. Yeah. Which uh, is a bonus. But you've as as a player, you've got to give them the mentality that They've got 11, we've got 11, it starts at nil-nil and we have to earn that win. You can't be thinking, oh yeah, we're going to win this because we're two divisions above them and I earn twice as much as that guy for every appearance I make. Yeah, That's that's going to trip you up. So you've got to go in with the right mentality and I'm sure Steve Evans will make sure that happens. You'd like to think so, wouldn't you? But yeah. Um... Right, well I guess that's enough of that then so let's move on to uh charlton so so we so the lineup um i'm gonna go through the lineup because i wasn't happy with it okay chapman in goal really 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 unimpressed with that selection i know he's been our cup keeper but this is this is a serious test we're facing and he's not good enough. Um, Wilden right back, Sweeney, uh, Bozzy and Pidge through the middle, which really shocks me with Bozzy, obviously. And then Clark left back. So I was surprised we didn't see early play. I thought his energy would, would have been something we wanted to to use down down the left-hand side. Um, yeah. Then we had uh, Arthur Reed. Terence Van Kooten and uh, Jake Taylor in the middle. So I, I'd say, say Van Kooten and Reed were very much playing sort of a holding game, with Taylor playing in the in the uh, the Roberts position, not playing the Roberts role, but playing in the Roberts position in that sort of in yeah. behind the uh, front two. And then we had Rose and uh, Norris up front. Um, I really, really, really uh, appreciated uh, Van Kooten in as a midfielder. We spoke about it like, towards the end of last season when we were seeing it, seeing him play in midfield for, uh, more more regularly than than he has this season. I think he's a terrific. I think it's terrific as a holding midfielder, uh, and I think don't get me wrong, he's done a sensational job as centre back where Bozzy played last night, but. Um, I think playing him as a midfielder allows him to allows him to use the those parts of his game, like how cool and calm he is on the ball, and and actually his range of passing, which is is a, which I saw last night, was a lot better than I've seen in in a little while from him, because you know just because I guess we haven't had the opportunity to see it right um, so much yeah. with, uh, with him playing the. The, the middle of a back three, you know, a lot of his football is playing the ball to Pidge or Sweeney, or maybe like out to out to the to the centre mids. Like he doesn't, his range of passing hasn't needed to be that that impressive. But I thought he was really good yesterday in that in that in that respect. Um, uh, Jake Taylor was sensational first half, wasn't he? Other uh, than the, other the couch, than that yeah, miss. And they happen. It's that doesn't detract from the overall quality of the play. And it's a really important position because if you're the one guy linking the front two to the rest of the team, you need to be getting involved. And it's easy to get lost underneath it and just be always not in the right place. So it, it takes more skill than you think to be um, getting involved in the game and. Um, be finding the ball and delivering it to people so it's good to see that happening because that's the way you avoid the ball coming straight back onto you and conceding a lot of possession 
And yeah. uh, if you believe the stats, we did that, but I think that's heavily weighted than the last uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, so talk, I just want to talk about his miss because it wasn't included in the highlights. Um, oh, it's just dreadful. Just dreadful. The I, I can't. I, I can't even remember who it was. I think it was Van Cleuton who gets the ball to him. Um, it just inside the box. He's through. He's through on the goalkeeper. You know, he's got a defender off of his left, off of his left shoulder, but he's a yard behind him. All he's got to do is beat the keeper. He's on his left foot, which is which is his weak foot. But he just sides foot it, side foots it straight to the goalkeeper. I was right behind it. Like I had the perfect angle to see it, and he just sides foot it, side foots it straight to the goalkeeper. It was just abysmal from from what was a beautiful passing move to set up the opportunity. Oh, and wasting a good assist is one of the worst crimes. Ah, it was just horrible. It was just, just I, I honestly couldn't believe it. Um, that came, that actually came it came after the penalty, which we should we should talk about as well. Um, because Charlton are bloody lucky it was only a yellow card. Yeah. Really, 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 really fucking lucky. Arsehole. Really lucky. Um, it was on the 22nd minute, so I don't know whether it was just... The referee was just thinking, oh, it's, it's still early. I don't want to... I don't want to influence the game too much, because I think the ref did have a pretty good game yesterday. All told, I don't yeah. think he got much wrong. There were a couple of little things he got wrong, but I don't think there was much wrong. Um, but he should have sent he should have sent uh, Chin off. Um, ball ball gets played in quite early. Quite you know, Max Clark is is only 10, 15 yards inside the uh, inside the Charlton half, and he whips the ball across to uh, to Noz, who's I mean, if Chin misses the ball, he's completely open. Um, yeah, but, it was a really lovely shape delivery. Oh, it was wonderful, yeah. Um, Chin's gone to head it. He's missed it, and his hand is his hand on his sort of his other side of his body is up in the air, and he just clatters into he clatters it. So you know, it's it's purely denying a goal scoring opportunity. Um, yeah, but at that stage, you know, Steve Evans in his post match post match press conference said that. Uh, you know that's a mandatory red card, and he's and he's and he's right by the letter of the law. Player should have gone. Yeah, one of those. Uh, if it was the 80th minute, he probably would have. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I mean, I think, the, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think, ten minutes later, I think ten fifteen minutes later, he maybe. goes. I can't say that obviously um, that's what the referee that's... was doing, like uh, you know, trying to not not affect the game by doing that too early, but. But he's 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 affected it the other way because they shouldn't they should have had ten men. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And uh, there's no point writing it down if you're gonna say ah yeah, but it's uh, too early in the game, so I'm just gonna yeah. uh, overlook that and uh, just book him. Yeah, but well, oh. it, it what as I say, what goes around comes around. Like we saw the Terence Sankuten one against Northampton. Yeah, and. Uh, that could have been much the same. So, you know, it's unfortunate. They got ahead. They didn't hold on. And it's on their own heads that they didn't hold on, right? You, you sit back and you let a team come on to you in the last 15 minutes and this sort of thing's going to happen and then penalties are a lottery. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, second half. I think, I think again, like I said, with the Gateshead game, it was a, it was very much a tale of two halves. Um we were abysmal second half, and I won't I won't hit hit any other viewpoints on it. Quite frankly, Reese Reese I had a little I had a conversation with Reese yesterday uh, evening after the game on Twitter, where he thought we were fine second half, but we we were abysmal, just dreadful. No, we could we just couldn't play. We couldn't play. Charlton dominated from the off, um, and we hung on incredibly well. I've got to say it. We did. We we hung on incredibly well throughout throughout the second half until we didn't. Um, and I'm just looking at just looking at the stats. 
I mean, we we equaled them for 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 shots. Um, we had six shots to their six shots. This is second half, six shots to their six shots. Um, we had both two on target, both three off target, both uh, one blocked. Um, we had twenty five percent possession in that second half. Our pass success rate was fifty two percent. Absolutely horrendous. So it's no wonder that you just get absolutely under the cosh then. Yeah, but I mean, so you so say. I I wonder how many of that, how 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 much of that fifty two percent. I can tell you, it was a hundred and three passes in total, fifty four of them accurate. Um, I wonder how many of the uh, the forty nine passes that were inaccurate were just smashes long. Yeah, most. Most of them, I would, I would absolutely put money on being most of them um you know we 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 won a lot of tackles uh we dispossessed dispossessed them a number of times but it was just we lost the aerial battle which we don't often i don't often lose uh yeah we were we were playing uh, a good side yesterday and they um they certainly showed that yes absolutely they were singing the praises of um What's the guy's name? Payne, the midfielder. Yeah, being he was a problem. Really he was a problem. Creative and difficult to handle, and uh, he was a problem for creating sure. a lot of stuff. Yeah, it sounded like uh, their fullback Claire got quite involved going forwards as well. Um, and he's got some in the second half. Jobs going on. Yeah, in the second half, he had a, he had an abysmal first half, and uh, a lot of what we did good in that first half was because he was really struggling to to really struggling with. Um, uh, Nor- Norris, Rose, uh, and uh, Clark down down his down his right hand side. Um, but uh, yeah, just the second sec- second half he came into the game, and I think where we were back, um, he was allowed to attack more, um, and he didn't have to do so much defensive work, which is what he was struggling with. Um, now we've had a few fullbacks down the years like that. Yeah. Yes, we've had we've had a lot of. It's wild to look at it. It's wild to look at the stats and see Stevenage seventeen shots to Charlton's eight, six on target to Charlton's two, so twice as many and three times as many respectively, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, that, it's that first half. It's that. It was, it's that first half entirely. Like we were, so, we were. Yeah. So so on top that first half. And then somehow ended up with only thirty percent possession from all of that. When it looks like we should have uh, been fairly dominant, I listened to it till about quarter past nine. So I listened to basically the good hour and <laughs> missed the bit where yeah. Charlton got completely on top and uh, equalised, and then won the shootout. Obviously, yeah. I mean, I said I said at half time to uh, Alfie and Aaron um, that Anika will come on and score because he either comes on and scores or. He gets sent off against us. Like he's going to do one of the two things. Um, it's really infuriating watching a player who played for you and was terrible and did nothing come back right. and be good for someone else. Right. This 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 is something that I've noticed a lot over the, over the, over several years. Right. I whenever I saw an EK play, he was wank, proper yep. proper wank. But everybody else seems to love him, and I don't understand it. Everyone else thinks he was class for us. And admittedly, I did notice at the time that he seemed to play better away from home than he did at home. And I don't think I ever saw him score a goal, but he did score a few. But I just, he was awful whenever I saw Properly awful. Not involved, walking around the pitch, Marcus Habering, basically. And Yeah, he never looked bothered. He always had, like, decent technique and, yeah. you know... If you like someone who can t- do a little trick and something flashy fancy, but mm-hmm. he never looked like he was Asked. contributing that much towards getting the team to a win. It was all pottering around doing it for yourself. And it's partly made, partly because he was on loan the same time as Freeman was on loan, and Freeman was so good by yeah. comparison. It's hard to live up to that, but he didn't live up to a player I wanted to see in our starting lineup, so it was quite a surprise to see him get established at League One. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad that um, I'm glad that I'm not the only person who feels like this about Enrique because it was proper doing my it was properly like 
ring in my ring in my brain like whenever people like talk about him and how go how good he was i'm just like what what planet are you tosses on <laughs> you've remembered his three minute condensed highlights and not his actual performances yeah, precisely um uh anyway yeah so we at half time we were absolutely worth the one nil we prob we should have been two nil it could have been three because you know terence uh i think terence taylor they both had good good chances um yep in that first half norris had a couple couple of couple of chances actually in that first half they pitched Sweeney. I can think of headers they had. Reed took a couple of shots from outside the box, so um, so we had more than enough, more than enough, more than enough opportunity to go go in what two or two or three goals to the good. Um, so you know we 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 went and got ourselves to blame that it came back and bit us on the arse that we couldn't finish. And you know I I had a I had a little conversation with Sev in the week about about uh, the fact that we we don't score enough goals um, because. Uh, Last week's episode title wasn't particularly. It it wasn't out of context. It looks bad because it was a distinct lack of goals, which we do we are suffering from a distinct lack of goals when you consider the amount of really bloody good opportunities we've had. You know, we we yeah. we've actually scored third or fourth most goals in the league, but we should have had a hatful more, and that's the problem. We are nowhere near clinical enough. It's definitely becoming a recurring theme. It's one that we've mentioned before. That yeah. if you don't take your chances during your dominant spells, you will start to rue it. And certainly we rue it on this occasion. Yeah. Um, you want to be taking a higher percentage of your chances. And that gives you Absolutely. an easy chance to win games. It's uh, obvious, yeah. but it's the truth. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about him too much. I've made my thoughts perfectly clear on Chapman. He's awful. Yes. He just he doesn't. What's he do well? Like genuinely, what does he do well? He's quite. He's okay at claiming the ball in when it's up in the air because he's a foot taller than everyone else. Mm. It takes him, but it takes him half an hour to do anything. If he's diving, it takes him half an hour to get down to the corner. If he's taken a goal kick, it takes him half an hour to run up and kick the ball. It's just I just don't know. I I I I'm not, I don't think I'm ever going to understand what it is that he does that he does well or does well enough to be a professional footballer. Like he's a he's a national league goalkeeper if he's lucky at best. Um, is big. That's basically it. And, and I, I said before I said before the game he doesn't make an awful lot of mistakes, but he doesn't save anything either. And we saw it yesterday. You know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how many saves he made. Did he make any? Uh, they had two shots on target and scored one, so he must have made one. Uh, one. Or it was blocked, I suppose. Well, that 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 you're that's, right. the, that, the, that's, the, that's the effort separately. on that goal is just standing still while it was kicked in the net past him. And yeah, and that and that's often see... and that's the uh, that's the uh, the the point that I was getting to for an EK's goal. And, and again, you know, like I said, I said it yesterday. I said it on Twitter yesterday. Um, don't want to take too much away from Anike because you know he's made the run to to create the space. Um, he's taken a touch and he's lashed it past past Chapman, but Chapman makes no effort to save it. I don't think his positioning was all that bad for it. I'm pretty sure if he'd have leant down to his left a little bit more stretched out his hand he could have could have at least had a hand out. i don't i mean i don't think a hand no would necessarily have stopped it maybe it would have tipped it round if it was right place right time but i think i think you've got to throw yourself down at it and he just doesn't move like the guy that yeah, you can see the guy shaping yourself a bit bigger yeah make yourself a bit bigger anticipate it and try and get to the path because if you just stand there and let him hit it really hard and try to react to it yeah you can like you can see the guy shaping to fucking shoot so move, move, anticipate, anticipate the shot and fucking save it. Yeah, it was a save. It was a ver- it was a thoroughly thoroughable savable shot. I just yeah, yeah, it's disappointing. Awful. I mean, how was it for the penalties? Was it was it close for any of those, or were they? All oh no, he, mild, he went the wrong. He, well. he went the wrong way for every single one. Excellent. 
excellent. Like not like not even close, not remotely close. The only literally the only penalty that the goalkeeper went the right way on is the one that was saved. The goalkeeper went the wrong way on both goalkeepers went the wrong way every single penalty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, I feel I, I feel bad for Taylor because that's like two opportunities in that game that he's cost us. Like he's missed the chance to basically win the game for us. You know. Yeah, despite being good, being good for the rest. Of and he even hit the you know again in in the first half he hit the bar, balls ping balls pinging around comes out to him. He's crossed it. Don't get me wrong, it's a cross, but he's he's chipped it over. It's hit the bar on its way way across. It's, um, it's tough. Um, oh, also, also, I've got um, before they before they scored, uh, Chapman somehow gets gets a free kick off the referee from. Uh, I mean, Claire was there and he's and he had his hand up in the air, but like doesn't make contact with his his arm being up in the air doesn't make contact with Chapman or doesn't stop and doesn't stop him from claiming the ball. I thought it actually went in the goal, but it, it, on replay, it doesn't look like it does does go in. But yeah. I see it's so soft. Like Chapman just stood there with his arms up in the air, not catching the ball like a twat. Like, just, honest, honest, yeah, honest, it, honest it, honestly, it, it, like in January, I'd be delighted if we moved him on. At, just get rid. We won't, but he needs to go. He's he's just not good enough. Nowhere near good enough. Really pissed off about it. I him. mean, the plus side is. Once we're out of all the cup competitions, you won't have to see him again. <sighs> but it's a concern that I don't want to be out of the cup competitions, Patrick. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. So, so anyway, it's disappointing, but it's not all that surprising. Like the the um, the Carabao wasn't really what we were expecting we've already got you know a, a, a little bit of money out of it the prize money for the carabao is not a huge although the next round was potentially good for money just in terms of most of the clubs at, at this age are a lot bigger than us so uh like ticket revenue would be a lot better but um we had a good, we had a good run we didn't disgrace ourselves no, the exactly. disappointment is we went further we got ourselves in a position to win it and have another upset and we failed to um see it over the line and you don't want that yeah. becoming a habit. Thoroughly enjoyable first half, miserable second half. That's that's the way I put it, put it <laughs> down. Um, but yeah, no, we, we, we're not. I'm not too concerned about that. It, if if I if if you told me before kickoff we're going to take it to penalties and you can probably gonna come away being disappointed you didn't didn't hold on to win because you were ahead, I'd be like, ah, oh, take that. Yep. So absolutely. So whatever. Um, We've been we've been further in the cup than we've ever been before, so uh, you know that's that's a nice nice new record. We've made the third round now. Indeed. And the silver lining to the evening was uh, Leighton Orient losing to Wimbledon away in the league. Yes, yes, they did two nil, I believe. Um, so, yes. so that means that they no longer have a game in hand, and we are still only three points behind them. Which, which when we lost to Northampton, I was like, great, that means we're going to be six six points back. Um, just imagine, just imagine if we'd have won that game against Northampton, we'd be level on points with them. It's nice to see a little chink in the armor, though. It gives you hope that um, you could maybe go one better. Yeah, and fingers fingers crossed that the chink the chink we've already seen in our armor doesn't doesn't grow. <laughs> yes, quite. Because you know we've got we've got a problem now, haven't we, for Saturday? We got a, we got a problem, a big problem. Potentially, um, it'll be interesting to see whether Norris is fit enough after getting hurt towards the end of that last game. And if he's not, that leaves you with Rose, who we're comfortable with. Reed. He didn't play well yesterday. And Amu, who hasn't yet shown he's good enough for League Two level. No. Let's put it that way. No, he most certainly hasn't. So that's very limited striking options. Roberts is still suspended. So, yeah, same. Reeves was out, either ill or injured, depending on who you read. So your creativity options are starting to be limited in that midfield. Uh, as well. uh, absolutely. So Reeves, Reeves hopefully should be back. He's not. Reeves wasn't actually in, injured. He he was ill. Um, so hopefully it's just a it's it's just a one game thing. But you know, again, we probably shouldn't be surprised if it's more. We will have Gilby back. So we say one of our three best players because I think I think. Um, Gilby Reeves and uh, Roberts, you've you've got to look at as certainly uh, going forward are our three best players, right? Yeah, I'm with you on that. So, um, 
interestingly, um, Roberts will be back for the Kings Lynn game. That's that's nice. Yeah. He'll be straight back in the lineup, I would assume. Um, he, yeah, you might be tempted to save him for games that are more important, but we didn't negate Ed, so he probably will be. Well, he's he's out. He's he's out for three he's out for three games put him in for the Gateshead game just to give him some game time before Grimsby which is the following following uh, yeah help you ease back in week yeah just get you get you back up to speed get get some uh, I know sorry it's Barrow actually it's Barrow yeah Grimsby's Grimsby's the game before Kingsland sorry um, so you were saying that you were looking at you, you before we started you were looking at um, you, were, you were looking at uh, Hartlepool who are our next opponents down at Broadway. Way Indeed. So go on, give us, give us. Their recent form is pretty woeful, all things considered. Um, they had a win against the aforementioned Grimsby Town as the most recent league outing, but before that, lost at home to Salford, lost away at Swindon, destroyed by Everton under 21, 6 0 in the FA League trophy, lost away at Harrogate, lost at home to Carlisle. And then their last win before that was against Doncaster at home back at the beginning of October. Um, they also drew two all with Solihull Moors in the FA Cup first round, so they're going to have a replay of that at some point. Second bottom of the league as a whole, looking pretty vulnerable. Um, so a one all all over. Struggling it. for a little bit of form, they're a good side to be coming up against at home as well. I think they're uh, not brilliant on their travels. Well, not really anywhere in the league at the moment. It's uh, yeah, it's it's a well-timed fix before us, I think. Yeah, I think I think you, I think that's a, that's that's fair. I think that's a it's a good 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 time to be playing them. Although you know we said that about Gillingham and Col- Colchester, who were the other two teams yeah. that make up the bottom three at the moment, um, and uh, we didn't make the most of either of those away trips, did we? Um, but yeah, no, I'll it's, file it's, under it's, the bracket. If we're allowed to think it as fans, the players shouldn't think it as players. <laughs> yeah, but no, I think I think I think you're right. Um, our record against Hartlepool last season, where most of our records were bad, was good, I believe. Didn't we win home and away? I think. That's a good question. I'll have to look that up. Uh, yeah, I, I should really do more prep. I did say I was going to, I did say earlier in, the, in like last week that I'd do more prep for this week's going forward, and I've done absolutely none of it. Um, so that's good. Um, but yeah, so. Um, you mentioned you mentioned well we've been talking about the league table as well so let's let's go through let's go through the league table and and see how things stand after a week of basically no league football for us. Um, so Colchester twenty fourth on eleven points, Hartlepool twenty third twelve points. Then you've got Gillingham and Harrogate just sitting outside of the uh, relegation places on thirteen points. Then you've got Crawley on fourteen points who have had a bit of a run, as have Rochdale who are in. Uh, in 19th on 15 points Newport are in uh, 18th with 16 points and you've got Sutton in 17th 19 points, they're level with Crew. they're at 16th, also 19 points then you've got Stockport and AFC Wimbledon, 14th and 15th on 22 points you've got Walsall and Grimsby, 12th and 13th on 23 points, you've got Tranmere and Doncaster on 25 points in 10th and 11th, Salford and Mansfield 8th and 9th, both on 27 points then you've got in the playoff places, you've got Carlisle on 28 on 28 points. Sixth, you've got Swindon on 30 points. Bradford also on 30 points in fifth. Barrow, who uh who went on a bit of a bad run, but have started to turn things around. They've got they've had three wins in a row now, and they're more or less, more or less the form team in the league right now, in fact. Uh them and mm. Stockport uh in the last four, three wins and a draw. Um, then in third, uh, third on thirty-two points, you've got Northampton Town. Second, on thirty-six points, you've got the mighty Stevenage. And then top Woo. top of the pile, you have Leighton Orient, thirty-nine points. Who, even though they're only three points ahead of us, you know you you can't say that you know they're, they're comfortably the best team in the league at the moment. Um, have been, and. Uh, they could be a that could be a bit of a forest green situation where they sort of run away with the league. I I I think if they if they can if they can uh, not let this defeat get to them too much, and then they um yeah if they if they don't if their heads don't drop too much after this defeat, and they uh, they 
keep focused on the task they you would imagine that they'll continue to pick up it's a very important next game for them but you're right it's uh they've looked like they have it in them to uh, stay in the top three all season on the balance of what we've seen over the first what is it 17 games now i found the results from hartlepool last year yeah. uh two nil at home in october and one all away yeah. in january yeah uh yeah so i mean that was uh... Jan, most most of most of the Tuesday era was a write-off, so I just forget about it happened. So <laughs> we were two 0 against them, so that's good. Um, yeah, and then looking forward to Saturday's fixtures. Um, I'm just going to look at the ones that have an effect on 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 our standing in the league. And actually, the top three have all got teams down right down the tail end of the tail end of the um, the league. So uh, Orient are away to away with Harrogate Town. Who are currently in twenty first? Uh, you've got Northampton visiting Gillingham. Uh, Gillingham, who are twenty second, yeah, twenty second. Yep. And then, uh, as as Pat mentioned, uh, we play Hartlepool, who are twenty uh, third. So, so yeah, you'd you, you'd be hard pressed to expect anything other than three points for the top three and marching or marching on as we've been. Barrow got a tricky game. To I mean, a we know how, how easy it is to drop points away at Gillingham, though, so we can only hope Northampton do the same. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teams seem to go to Gillingham and draw, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Time will tell. It'll be a fun sun, a fun Saturday. It will be. So, um, Hartlepool. Then let's have a prediction from you, Patrice. Hartlepool. I think we will beat them 3-0. Oh, oh, that is, that is, oh, that is nice, that is. Um, what do I think we're going to do? I think we'll win 2-0. I'd really like it to be 3 or 4 or 5 even, but I don't, I worry, I, I'm still worried about where we're finding our goals from. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 2 0, um, and we'll get a, we'll get Jay's prediction another time. Um, we all got, uh, we all got all of the, uh, we got all, I'll just, yeah, we got all of the uh, results wrong. Um, for Gateshead and Charlton, although we did get we That's good. we 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 did all say that uh, we'd beat Gateshead, so we get we get the uh, we get the point for that, and I get a point for um, saying that Charlton would win as well. So there we go. Congratulations! You know, I'll take it. I particularly like that uh, Jay said that uh, we'd win two one after extra time after there's no extra time. <laughs> You know, funnily enough, I was looking at the timeline on the BBC website, and the timeline says end of first half of extra time, end of second half of extra time, penalties. So obviously, they don't have a template to allow for the new cup competition format, and they're just going, "Ah, fuck it, sorry, we'll just uh, we'll just leave it as it is and stick it in there. It'll be fine. No one cares." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Right, uh, have we got everything? Anything for extra time? Have you got anything you want to bring up? I have thought of something, actually. Football related, go on. You want it. Yeah, go on. So, we've had some medical mishaps throughout our households recently, across the uh, three of us. Extended households, not necessarily just local households. But it's kind of made me realise that if you get into a stable living situation for a while, you can kind of slip into this complacent rut of, you know, people know how I feel. I don't need to tell them how I feel. It's fine. They all know. I don't need to bang on about it. Because you feel like it's been like this for ages. It's going to be like this forever. So you don't need to keep telling people. And it, this all made me realise that it ain't going to stay like this forever. Everything is ephemeral. Nothing lasts forever. So tell the people you care about that you care about them. Because if you don't, you'll come to a point where you can't and you'll rue the fact that you didn't. That's my uh, piece of wisdom for people going forwards. And if you can learn that less than 20 years into a relationship like I am at this point, 
you'll have less time to look back and think, yeah, I should have done a bit more then, really. Bloody hell, Patrick. Yeah, this is supposed to be one is supposed to be football related, and two is supposed to be a a bit of light relief at the end of a podcast. But uh, you, you're not wrong at all. Uh, I just wasn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know it was supposed to be football. Related. I just wasn't expect. I've said it. I've said several times now. Let's keep it football related. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to tell <laughs> you're not uh, wrong, Stevenage, though. Stevenage, I love them on a more regular basis. Then how's that? That's football related. <laughs> Make sure, make sure at the end of this podcast, you just go and uh, tweet tweet the official club Twitter. I love you. you. We should all do it. We should just get everybody tweeting the club saying "I love you" and see see how uh, see how Alfie starts to panic. Now that's the thing. If you've made it to this point in the podcast, don't tweet us with the hashtag. Tweet the club hashtag love you. Or just tweet "I love you." Don't need to hashtag it. That's true. Hashtags are superfluous. Yes. <laughs> At this stage. Um, cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining me, Patrick. Pleasure, Nate. Thanks for getting me out of work early. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. Um, uh, I, every week, I'm like, oh, I should have a proper proper planned outro, and I never do. Uh you know where to find us because you found us. Come and talk to us on Twitter. We're it, we're fun. <laughs> or, Nate may or, violently disagree with you, but it's all in good spirit. Or I might call you a bastard. Uh, up the barrow. What do you reckon the player's favourite McDonald's is? Sweeney screams fillet of fish to me. I can see that. I reckon TVC loves a McFlurry because they're smooth as silk like his first touch. Do you reckon Macca loves a Macca's? I mean, obviously. Just look at his cheeky face. And Revs definitely takes down a McNugget's share box on his bill. You want to watch what you say about our team's nutritionist? Order McDelivery now from the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.